0: Welcome to the New Era of Wealth Building podcast, formerly the MLMSuccess.com podcast. This show will reveal a new era of team building that has been created by smart contracts on the blockchain and technology that wasn't even available a couple of years ago, and most still don't know exist or understand today. We share with you real success stories from real people that are happening right now today. While traditional network marketing companies have fallen into a state of dissipation and delusion, what Mr. Calvert calls a social club, there is one company and organization whose members are progressing and growing their incomes weekly. This organization is led by the host of this podcast, Dale Calvert. Dale has always said that real product in network marketing is people. Dale has always taught, if you build people, people will build the business. We believe network marketing is the number one personal development program on the planet with a compensation plan attached. When you combine wisdom of the ages, success principles, proven personal development systems and a new era opportunity, you have the formula for life altering success stories. And that is what we share with you in this podcast. So here is your host who has a goal to develop 500 six-figure earners and 10 millionaires on his team over the next few years. A small-town guy that figured out early in his career that the real product in network marketing is people and the magic and Zig's quote, you can have anything in life you want if you help enough other people get what they want. Dale Calvert.
1: I want to share something with you because I think it'll play real well into what you'll hear from Dave tonight. Uh, the first major paradigm shift I had on my entrepreneurial journey. And keep in mind, this was before the Internet. OK, a lot of you know my story, but I was living in this little 600 square foot house, driving a beat up Chevette. And I was a 20 year old snot nosed kid here that didn't have a clue what I was doing but I had a desire and I was career frustrated for sure. I could not see myself spending 40 years working uh, at IBM in Lexington, Kentucky. I had to make a move. And when I got into this world and got into the personal development aspect of this business, the major, major, major paradigm shift that I had early was that 100% all Self made, self made, not silver spoon, self made. Successful people have the same mindset. They have the same positive expectation. They have the mentality. If other people have learned how to do it, then I can learn how to do it. That's part of who they are. All of them, all types of backgrounds, all types of business niches. They always see the glass half half full. And the first personal development book that I ever read really spoke to me. It was called The Magic of Thinking Big by David Schwartz. Phenomenal book. It really started opening my mind because I realized that everybody around me, everybody that I know, all the adults all my life, they were normal people living normal lifestyles and they were doing fine. They were good people, happy people but they were not big thinkers. They let the the, the cares of life, you know, kind of yank them around emotionally like most people do. They were living normal lives. But as I really started getting into this and I tried to read Think and Grow Rich, it took me several tries before I got through it. It was so complicated. But when I started reading, I, I started wanting to learn more and more and more. I read The Richest Man in Babylon because I heard Jim Rohn uh, on a cassette say, everybody should read that book. So I found it, and I read it, and it spoke to me. All these books spoke to me. And as I continued to read and listen, I started to understand they're all saying the same thing. They're all saying the same thing. It's They're just saying it differently. But it's the same thing. And I started to to read, you know, Dennis Waitley, The Winner's Edge, and Zig Ziglar, See You at the Top and and i got more and more excited as i started down this path because i realized again it's it's just the same thing over and over just a different way psycho cybernetics blew my mind this book really blew my mind and it took this mission to a different level for me because how could somebody go in have plastic surgery done and and they look a thousand times better But when they look at themselves, they still saw their nose was too big or their ears were too big or whatever, that even though physically the surgery was done, when they looked in the mirror, they saw the same walls that they've always seen. And the mindset around how we look at ourselves and our potential. So about this time, there was, you know, we went from three TV stations. Some of you remember when there was only three to cable TV, and cable TV brought an influx of business opportunities on TV, and I bought Tony Robbins' personal power. I bought the neuropsychology of self-discipline. It was $497, and I promise you, in 1980, 81, for me, that was a lot of money. It was a lot of money, but it was worth every nickel that I invested in that program. That program changed my life. Uh, I bought you know leadership lessons uh, from dr john maxwell uh this is i took this picture today. This is brian Tracy uh take charge of your life action strategies for personal achievement the personal achievement program from from Brian Tracy I bought that I bought every nightingale Conant program I could get my hands on as soon as I got sixty dollars. Saved up in my education fund. I bought a cassette program from somebody. Some of you remember the old Nightingale Conant six tape series. You got the catalogs like I did, and I ordered everything I could. Everything I got on got serious about this. And when, when infomercial seminars were happening in Cincinnati or or anywhere in Louisville or anywhere that I could drive to in a night, I would get off work and I would go to the infomercial pitches and hotels all around anywhere I could drive to because I wanted to see what happened. I wanted to watch the whole thing come together. I can remember sitting in so many of these and I would look around and I saw two types of people. The first type were entrepreneurs that were wanting to diversify. They were entrepreneurs doing some type of business, but looking to diversify into a different stream of income. And I went to all kinds. Most of them were real estate, but it was for all types of different business ventures. Vending machines and, and I mean, on and on and on and on different business opportunities. I would go to these. So we had the group of entrepreneurs are wanting to diversify. And then we would have the foo Dust Seekers. And I would look at some of these people and say, there's no way in the world they're ever going to be able to come up with the money to do this. But they would be the ones at the back end when it was over. They would be at the back of the table buying everything. But I knew they were were the the foo-foo dust seekers. They weren't going to do anything with what they just bought. And, And it was fascinating to me. Again, all this was before the Internet. I was on a wisdom of the ages success principle mission. 100% of my profits from my check with the Shackley Corporation, 100%, 100% was invested into my personal education. I did not take a nickel from my business my first three years. It was all about personal education because I heard Jim Rohn say, formal education makes you a living if you become self-educated. You can create a fortune. And from that day, after my first three years, ten percent of my income goes into a personal education fund. I don't spend money on stupid stuff. I don't. I told Don when we got married, I said, look, I don't spend money on stupid stuff. I spend money on two things: personal education and memories. And that's it. By most people's standard, I've lost hundreds of thousands of dollars. On failed business invest businesses and investments over the years, hundreds of thousands. I had the I owned the very first webinar company before any go to webinar or any of those companies. It was called Orbital, and I'm not going to rehash that story. But it could have been phenomenal, but it didn't work out. And I I I spent a lot of money, invested a lot of money in that company. Uh, I've never thought about losing money. That's, and I want people to hear this because honestly, how much money I lost or losing money is impossible for me to ever have that thought. I have personally, since, since, since I went on this whole reprogramming my mind back in the eighties, I've never, honestly, never had that thought. Not one time. Now, my dad and 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 you know people around me remind me how much I lost doing this or doing that. Our dad says you can't give away everything; you got to make a profit. When I was when he was my CFO uh, in Georgetown, but the thought of losing money has never been, had been an issue for me. I invested three hundred dollars into my Shackley business in nineteen eighty from a credit union loan because I didn't have three hundred dollars. And I've been playing with the house's money ever since. I made a profit my first month. I've I've been playing with the house's money ever since. Losing money is never a loss if you learn something in the process. Today, right in today's my world today, I listen to about three or four audio books through Audible every single month. Uh, I watch about three to five webinars. Most of them are recorded. Well, really all of them are usually. Uh, recorded webinars weekly in multiple business and personal development niches. That's just every every month. That's, that's what my personal education time normally looks like. Uh, for two months, it was all 1000% focused on how do we create leads for ERC, but I'm beyond that now because we're beyond that, because you guys can do it if you decide you want to do it. The the, the ways to do it are here for our team. But my first paradigm shift ever in business that I remember that really changed my life is that all self-made successful people have the same mindset. They always see the glass half full. And it doesn't matter if they're buying and selling real estate or it doesn't matter. Everybody thinks the same way. and. This is my newest mind shift, mind shift because today there's more opportunity available than any time in history and trying to communicate any business model, any business model to someone with a normal mindset, an average mindset, a regular person's mindset is of little value to achieve abnormal success. You have to have an abnormal mindset that's the foundation on which something can be built without the right mindset nothing will be built nothing will be built average people don't make above average income all all niche business organizations are focusing on every niche i listen to out there it's all about the system the funnels it's it's all about the the, the, the mechanics of a business, and they totally neglect the mindset aspect. You can tell by the questions being asked in every niche business webinar that I've attended in the last couple of years, especially the people asking the questions don't have a prayer of creating success and momentum with their current mindset. If they don't change their mindset, they're not going to make it. They live in a victim mentality with the with the glass half empty, and the media just propagates that victim mente- mentality. You have no control uh, every single day. I don't know. Some of you remember Vicki talked about how much how much the book club helped her because what does the book club do? It helps you start being aware of your mindset and start deciding. Hey, I'm going to look at things a little bit different. So tonight, as you listen to Dave, uh, think about you. Where are you? Where, Where are you on your journey? On your getting the right mindset? Where are you? Because most people are stuck here where they've been their whole life, back here. They let parents, society, and authority figures program them by the time they're 12 years old, and then they just reinforce whatever they were told when they were a kid. And it's not true. It's It doesn't have to be that way you can reprogram your mind for success and then some people get caught in this whirlpool they their back and forth and i'm not going to go through this whole training many of you've seen it many times but where are you on this process because this is the process this is the the road you will go down real quick example dave get ready uh i i was on a webinar today uh and these guys were trying to teach people how to sell artificial intelligence services to businesses. So to say that's new or cutting edge would probably be an understatement. But as he was going through, I just started writing down phrases and stuff that he was saying, because it just blew my mind, because it was really confirmation of what you'll hear from Dave tonight and what I want you to hear. All successful self-made people think the same way. Here's just a couple of quotes from today. He said, sell yourself first, get around those that are making it happen. What have you been doing since I since ERC started and even before that every Thursday night? Getting around people that are making it happen. That's what we do every Thursday night. Look for a coach with a Facebook group that has people on the same path you are so you can get your questions answered quickly. I promise this is all came from today. Make sure you're tracking your weekly activities. I don't know about you, but that sounds a whole lot like company reports. <laughs> he said, create a daily prospecting and follow-up habit. And he said, five, I love this. He said, five days a week, three hours a day, contacting business owners for 90 days, not for one week, not for three days. Five days a week, three hours a day for 90 days will change your life dramatically. And I'm thinking, my gosh, can you imagine if everybody on our team spent three hours a day, five days a week contacting business owners where their income would go? He says, after your first contract, you will be knocking out contracts left and right. That's what we said back in November, guys, after your first. And again, this has it has nothing to do with ERC. It's a totally different business model. But it was just the parallels were just unbelievable. Uh, Losing time is much more expensive than losing money. And he says, hire a mentor. It'll be money well spent. He said, sales is a contact sport. If you want to make money, you have to get in front of more people. You can't always hide behind your computer. You'll hear tonight from Dave. Dave Yanks doors every week. Every week he's out there. Success leaves clues, guys. This is just not that difficult. You know, it's I mean it's not. The the game's built between your ears. He said most salespeople lose at least 50% of their sales a year because of lack of follow-up. He said, How many times in your personal life has someone contacted you, they didn't follow up with you, and somebody else speaks with you and you buy? We've all had that experience. He says your focus is on the money. You can't you your focus is on the money. You, if, if your focus is on the money you, you can make or the benefits we can provide to the business owner, focus on the benefits. I love this. He said, if you don't have a disciplined mindset, if you don't have a disciplined mindset, the market will discipline you. I've never heard that before. I thought it was phenomenal. A disciplined mindset that relates to everything, your time management everything your follow-up it all requires a disciplined mindset i believe this is my part he didn't say this but i believe specialized skills and mindsets are required from this point forward on your entrepreneurial journey the days of winging it are over you've got to get specialized skill sets and more importantly mindsets and when i think about disciplined mindset without question Dave Johnson is who I think about. He's going to be our special guest. Let me stop sharing this, and we get to all hear from Dave.
2: Dave, are you with? There
1: you are. I'm
2: here. How you here. doing? I'm
1: great. How are you, Dale? Doing good, man. Doing good. I appreciate yeah. you being with us tonight. Well, thanks for having me. And uh... Before you get started, because
2: I know I'll never stop you. <laughs> okay. When I look at you tonight, I get flashbacks to probably a year ago, sitting with your vest on, your safety vest on,
1: at your job, communicating with us, writing notes, into it. I mean, into it. I got to get out of this job. I got to get out of this job. That's that's
2: who I remember. Now, look at you tonight. Y'all got to hear. I want to make sure I get this right. Here's his
1: realistic numbers. He's removed all his lost and stagnant deals. This is his numbers. Now, remember, a year ago, he's sitting at his job. Now he's out of his job. He's sitting at his job. Y'all just remember where people come from. We see people where they are. We don't understand the road they traveled to get there. Today, two hundred and twenty-five W-2s at, at the RS, uh his seventeen percent commission would give him three hundred and eighty-two thousand five hundred dollars. His downline volume has four hundred and twenty-nine W-2s. Uh so that's four million two hundred and ninety thousand. Five percent of that is two hundred and fourteen thousand five hundred. That gives him a total earned commissions. At this point, less than 90 days in this program, five hundred and ninety seven thousand dollars. I'm not going to say anything else. My friend, the floor is
3: yours. Well, thank you. And uh, I appreciate that. And I uh, i have never been good with numbers. Uh, but uh, so a little bit of that was fuzzy, but I checked it over and that's where I'm at. I'm close. I'm very close to that. Um, I I write things down and I put it on there, and you know, so it might seem a little fuzzy, but I'm very close to that number. Um, and, you know, I <clears throat> I am a different person, Dale, and that's thanks to you and this team. So the first thing I'll say is I appreciate the opportunity to come on here and to share a little bit of what I've been through and what I've experienced. But uh, first and foremost, I want to say I I I thank God for the life path that I have been that I have led. I I have a, a true and abiding faith. Um, God's been good to me. I'm way overpaid. You know, if I got what I deserve, uh, I have a friend that used to tell me, man, you got nothing coming. <laughs> you know, so I and I don't I, I have nothing coming. I do what I do based on my life experiences and things of that nature. And I was looking back on the, um, you know, you asked me to tell you what my MLM bio is. And uh, you, you may know, I, I told you in the mid 1980s, I got started, I saw Amway plan for the first time. I'm looking at a couple notes I wrote here. And, uh, mm-hmm. and then I went back, uh, I went out to um, California with the Marine Corps. So I was in the Marine Corps. But, I, you know, I wanted something. I wanted something extra in life. I've always been that way. There's something up there that tells me, you know, go for it. And uh, and so I've never been shy about going for it. And so I fit right in at the Marine Corps, <laughs> you know, hard charger. Um, but I spent the next 34 years in San Diego, California. Um, and I stayed in into the Marine Corps. And then when I got out, I uh, uh, I stuck around. I came home briefly um, to Alabama, but then I went right back out. I got friends and, um, and I went to work. And at one point I went to work for the city of San Diego. Um, and I was presented with the, um, the plan, the Amway plan, once again, through worldwide dream builders. And I went to a couple of their events and I knew that this business model was what I wanted. It was what I wanted. It was, you know, and then that, that, uh, that culture, of I don't know, many people have probably been to like a Worldwide Dream Builders convention. It's it's like very exciting and it's off the hook, you know. And you get all these people walking across the stage, and they've made millions. And some of these, uh, just bear with me. I'm a little. Some of these guys are knuckleheads, man. I'm looking at it going, if that guy can do it, you know, I can do this. And so. Uh, And these guys were talking about how they made millions, and so I got busy. And I've heard the term Elvis in this, uh, in in your team. And I'm an Elvis man. I, I mean, I, I, I just have to embrace it. I'm an Elvis. You know, I want to be the superstar. I want to be the top dog, and all that. But it's not that. It's like it's like what I heard you say, Alan has said. I just want to win. I just want to get this done, but it was right, right up here. And okay, so we're running and I, you know, I'm intelligent. I'm,
2: I've got all of this, but, uh, it doesn't matter that that intelligence doesn't matter. If you don't have a heart for this,
3: it, it appears like, you know, you're not going to make it, uh, you're, you're headed for a life of mediocrity because I'm too smart for my own good. And uh, and so that Elvis attitude conspired to keep me in mediocrity with no humility at all. I'm you know, I'm going to be I'm going to kill this. I'm going to do that. You said something I'm, a, you know, about you've seen a lot of blowhards. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm a blowhard. And I, you know, and I needed to appreciate what you were telling me and and take it for what it really was. You know, you've shown very, very. You have shown that you care about me genuinely care about me and so does so does every person on this team they genuinely care about me and i care about them so it's a mutual respect and uh most of the volume that i created in amway was because you know and most of it must have been these people just buying whatever i was selling so i get out of their face you know but <laughs> that's just the way it, but i did okay with that but you know as soon as i um, left, it fizzled out and it went nowhere, but it was there, you know, and it was lurking in the back of my mind. This is, you know, what is it I'm doing wrong? That was my mindset. What am I doing wrong? (laughs) Um, uh, then I found a a company, um, that ultimately introduced me here and I found my sponsor, Dan Parks and Dan Parks introduced me to this team. um, I was in, I had gotten involved in a um business at that time. Um I'm not gonna name it or anything, but it had to do with some level of multi-level marketing, network marketing, and uh and it sounded great, but I quickly learned that this was foo foo dust uh heaven.
2: <laughs> and it's not
3: for me, you know. I I wanted something solid, and I've and I said to you several times that. This is what I've been looking for. This is the team culture. This is what I've been looking for. And I met and I really did mean that Um, this is a personal development program with a a compensation package attached. And I found that out uh, when when they when they introduced loop TV, I was all fired up for that. And I went out there and got started. But when they introduced ERC, man, none of us had any idea what that was. None of us. And I didn't, you know, I called my son-in-law who is a uh, CPA and maybe I shouldn't have, but you know, he was giving me all of the warnings, you know, don't go, oh my God, you know, don't ruin your business uh, contacts and yada, yada and scam, whatever. And I was like, okay, but there's something else here. There's something different, and I'll tell you, the um, first of all, the compensation package for this program through iHub Global is there's nothing even close to this in the marketplace. And bottom line concepts is by far the top dog, by far, and uh, nobody even holds a candle to them. So, that all being said, um, I got I got to work. And I guess my work ethic has saved me many times over the course of my life because I'm not willing to, uh, I'm not unwilling to go out and get dirty and get my teeth kicked in, so to speak. Um, And you got But you got to have that mindset of I'm doing this. I uh, Early on, Dale, I watched that video that you uh, had when you were uh, fairly young. I'm not sure where it was. It was maybe in the 80s or 90s, but it was called I Will Not Be Denied and man that hit me right there and i will not forget that i'm getting uh kind of emotional about it right now because these are ordinary normal people and i've come to learn that you're an ordinary normal person dale but you've got extraordinary and extraordinary mindset you have abnormal
2: uh desire and i saw my i saw that in myself so I got to work
3: and I did. And look, I'm still battling that Elvis nonsense, you know, and it's it's going away. So it really is going away. But everybody on this team has given me something. Uh, Kamala, Alan, uh, Gordy. I talk with Gordy regularly. All of these people, everybody in the Facebook group, uh, you know, it's a phenomenal environment. And all you need to do is plug yourself in and i i did that and when i plug myself in um i'm just going to tell this story and then i'll be i'll be close to be you know, finished but remember i just said that i got my teeth kicked i get my teeth kicked in, right but there's something there's something here i cannot let the um disappointments of the day um become an obstacle and distract me also i cannot let the joys and excitement of the uh, of the home runs distract me and take me off of my daily habit. And I, I think that's an I mean, stop, stop,
1: stop point. Stop. stop. Say that real close, real clear again, because this is extremely important.
2: So say it what again. I, uh, it's about consistency. No ma- it's not this. So Right. Uh, yeah. Um, you know, Uh, I think I wrote to
3: you that uh, there are days when I come home dog tired, uh, disappointed, but it's I've been out there on the field. So what I said was I cannot let the disappointments of the day distract me and become an obstacle. Not only that, I cannot let the joys and the excitement of the winds um, distract me and become obstacles because they will hmm either way either way you go it has to there has to be a steady discipline and my mind is becoming disciplined now and so um let me tell you just a little bit about what happened last night and this will be a good poignant part of how this plays out yesterday i had what i considered a very important appointment with a big cpa firm here in alabama so I put on my tie. I sent you a picture, Dale. Oh, does this look good? You know, and I'm getting all prepared for this. And I go down there. And um, I got to tell you, you know, um, I think educated people, they may be at a disadvantage. I'm sorry. You know, I um, because I had Jason Ben Bassett on a Zoom call with these guys and they said something. It did not go the way I thought it would go. It did not go the way I wanted it to go. And I was disappointed. And Jason, you know, you could tell Jason was like, what is it going to take to get through to you folks? And and the guy said something. And I'm just going to say that here on this Zoom. The guy, one of their main partners said something to me. And and Jason had suggested that a couple of his clients that have already written deals that, that were on hold, uh, that he... um you know, have a couple of his clients, you know, that, that in that field, you know, l- let them move forward with this. And that guy said, I am not going to allow my clients to go through this, 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 this deal. And if that guy, and look, I, I owned a corporation for a while. If I would have been sitting there and that was my CPA at the time, that I heard, and I heard that from my CPA, I would have fired him on the spot because he does not make decisions about my money and about my business. That is my choice. He can advise me and he can present to me what he sees and he can give me his best advice, but he does not make decisions for me. And he was making decisions for a very large amount of people. So now I get this understanding. I was disappointed, but I was happy. I get an understanding that these people, the arrogance that they displayed was a closed mindset. And that's not what I have. So I walk away from that and I'm like, okay, well, it is what it is. I'm just going to keep marching forward. Of course, you know, I get home and I'm kind of like, okay, whatever. Dust off, regroup. And I get home and I just, I did, I did what I normally do on Wednesday night. I get on the call. You know, even though maybe I didn't want to, but I got on the call and I'm listening to some people, and you know, there's some people talking, and then Gordy comes on. And I'm looking at my deals and, and while this is going on, and I'm thinking, okay, this one's there, here. this one's here, this one's stagnant. How am I going to deal with this? And Gordy said something that caught my attention. He said, Sometimes I'll find these cold deals that are going on, and I'll say something to him. Looks like you uh, may have some reservations about, um, the ERC program um if you are no longer interested in receiving a refund of your money please let me know thank you and while he's talking i started texting these guys right and this one guy's been like dead in the water ghosting me for a month now well uh i sent it out nothing i go to i, I finally go to sleep about 1 or 2 in the morning and uh and i hear ding <laughs> at like 4:30 and this guy he he texted me back, and um I sent some some of you guys this but i'll i'll uh, read a little bit of what this uh this this was, and he said i'm uh, i said, but if you're no longer interested in getting refunded money, please let me know thanks he said it I may be interested, but twenty five percent seems a little strong to me. You know what my
2: first reaction was Dale
4: Oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm going to lose this deal. Oh, what am
3: I going to do? I'm going to have to go beg him. And then I got to thinking, hang
2: on a second here.
3: I got something of value. And I'm handing him value. And so does bottom line. They didn't build this reputation uh, overnight with foo-foo They It's blood, blood, sweat, and tears. And that's what I'm going through right now. Blood, sweat, and tears. I'm on the field. I'm playing the game. So I decided at that point, Within five minutes, wait a minute, I'm going to take a stand here. And I remember you saying a couple of things like um, posture. I think uh, Shelley had that posture. I'm not going to waste my time. That that. One. So I go I, I, I back. This is what I wrote. I see you're an early riser, too. I'm a straight shooter, so I hope you don't mind. If you think of it this way, this is found money. They will do all the work. And bottom line is the premier firm in the nation doing these filings. Look at their client list. They are going to do all the work and each case is done on an individual basis so they know what the complexities are for your case. And that's what they based a fee on. You get one shot to get this right. And frankly, you were under the impression that you didn't even qualify when in fact you do. So let's say you get a refund of four hundred thousand dollars minus that twenty five percent. That equals three hundred thousand dollars. That's three hundred thousand that you didn't know was available to you. And there is no requirements put on this money, no repayment, nothing. Bottom line concepts has been around since 2009 doing this kind of work. And now they have focused on ERC. They have done over 30,000 filings and recovered over $4 billion for their clients. So 25% may seem strong, but this filing will get done right. And bottom line backs their work with a five-year audit support guarantee. Although I am told they have never had an audit, never been sued, and never had any legal issues in any of the cases they have filed. Reach out to the advisor and see what they may say on this. I'm sure they would be happy to go over what the details involved are. And then he comes back with, he gave a little pushback. He says, I understand not arguing your point. I agree fully. It has also found money for bottom line. You found me. They can cut their percentage in half and still find 50K. Again, not arguing or even saying no, but I have spoken with a few guys that have negotiated a better rate and a few guys who wish they had. This is, an important, this is an important part, I think. Um, I get 10 calls on this every day from 10 different companies swearing they are also the leader in the industry. So, again, now I'm in the no fear zone. I, you know, I'm bringing value. And I said, you may be able to negotiate a lower rate with bottom line. I don't know. But go to their website and take a look at the client list. Others may claim they are the leaders, but bottom line has the history, the clients, and the reputation. No one can match what they have. I'm going to send you a video that may help. Here's the, and and I sent him also bottom line's website and I sent him your warning, ERC warning. 15 minutes after I sent that video, he says, okay, you sold me. I'm signing it. You're a nice guy. Thanks. <laughs> 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 I'm like, <laughs> so. W-2s. Dale, you Uh, It's uh 40 w 2s
1: Awesome, man. That's awesome.
3: Yeah. And, and I, Dale you told me uh you you and I have talked a few times and you said there's something different about me and there is and I see it a little bit but you know still sometimes you see the flaws right even though you've gone through a transformation and uh and I got to tell you my whole mindset is different everything about you know I'm bringing value it's a value focus I listen to your podcasts I listen to the folks on these calls I go to those calls and I look for the nuggets and I run with them and I gotta tell you, um there's a my cousin's on here. Stacy's in the air, he's flying, he's another downline.
2: But oh, there's gosh.
3: a uh, there's a man on here tonight. Um his name is Willie Young. Mm-hmm. And um I spoke with him briefly, uh I think it was yesterday morning, and he's uh on here today. And I have such a desire for these people to win. I want to see them do uh, you know come down that path too. And that's what, that's why I'm here. You know, I want their success sometimes more than I want my own. And that's for real. Um, And, you know, I appreciate Dan Parks, the friendships that I'm developing here. You said something to me. uh, It's not, it's not the million dollars that makes the millionaire. It's the, um, it's the person you have to become on that journey. And I'm telling you, man, I'm right, kind of right at the beginning, but I'm there. And here's the last thing I'll say. It does not matter. You have to get up and overcome the fears of whatever it is, the phone, whatever. You have to get up. You have to go out there. You have to suit up. You have to show up ready to play and go out there and make the mistakes. Man, you know, you should take a look at my back office. You know, people didn't understand. It'd be like, what are you even doing this for? It looks crazy. But the facts are, um, I I got. I've got thirty six hundred or thirty three hundred and thirty five W-2s that I have booked calls for. Um, One of them is a large insurance company and that one's still in play. It's still moving along nice and slow. But here here's the point. Um, I've done everything I can do with that. Um, and that was a hairy, scary ride. And I made a whole bunch of mistakes and I got scuffed up, man. I'd show up back at home with my uniform, all tore up and hanging off of me. And, you know, my glasses sideways from getting all knocked around by, by this thing. But the next day, brush it off, get up and hit the, hit the field again. I'm not staying in the dugout. You're not keeping me in that dugout. I'm telling the coach I'm playing. (laughs) <laughs> and it's almost like you just you just do it. So I get out there and I keep going. And what has happened is, you know, you take a few bean balls.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: You take those bean balls right to the right to the noggin and you start learning to duck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, it's like, whoa. and And so the skill set, the mindset, it has gone from the head where I intellectually knew everything that I needed to know. And it's gone to the heart because now I do have value focus. I do have the determination. I I have, I'm bringing something to these people that can be helpful to them. And so the obstacles are very easy to overcome at that point. Um, if you're operating from your heart, you're doing what has to be done, regardless of what happens. Like the disappointment of yesterday turned into the excitement of uh, all of the stuff that happened today. and. Um, And so the best thing I can tell anybody that may be new in this or or coming is just get out on the field and play. That's
1: right. Get
3: out there and five, four, three, two, one and go. That's right. And don't and don't worry about the uh, whatever the um, whatever the. uh, Don't worry about the results. Worry about the action. The action is put your cleats on, put your baseball uniform on, grab your bat, grab your glove, whatever you got to do and go get out in the field and start playing because you're going to miss a few. You're going to throw a few in the dirt. You're going to strike out a couple of times. You know, uh, these guys, Tony Gwynn, uh, he was somebody that played for San Diego. That guy, he was called out one way or the other, struck out, uh, you know, hit out, whatever. Six times out of the ten that he went up to bat, and he is a Hall of Famer. So, and nobody even comes close. So, get out on the field and start playing with the understanding that you're gonna, uh, you're gonna strike out a few times, but you're gonna hit a home run every now and then, and then you're gonna hit bases. You know, you're gonna, and you're gonna start getting more skilled at this game, and you're gonna know when to duck. You're going to know when the curveball's coming. You're going to see it uh, before it starts happening. And it's going to start penetrating in. But you have to be out on the field playing. If you don't get on the field and play, you're never going to learn. You cannot learn from the stands or from the dugout. You can watch it happen. So I say you can either be the show or you can watch the show. And that's that. That's just part of the wisdom of the ages, you know. I I, I love this team. I love being here. And that's really all I've got so thank you good
1: stuff man good 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 stuff activity creates courage inactivity fear it's just the way it is all right if y'all have questions for dave you can
2: raise your hand and we will get some input. dave awesome job thank you awesome job thank you i love looking at you in this environment
1: versus with your vest on at the, and you're taking your lunch break during the conference call. Oh, you know, let me tell you a little a long bit about that. Uh, go let ahead.
3: Me, let me tell you just a little bit about that. Uh, I was at that job and you know, when you've got a mindset like mine and you're surrounded by not just mediocrity, but the victimhood it's And then you start putting this stuff in your mind. It really drives you crazy. Yeah. And I mean, you, you can even look at the plant manager who is, "Quote unquote successful," and he's got the same mindset and can't break out of it. I had to get out of it. It was more for my sanity than it was. You know, I loved doing what I was doing and I loved dealing with the people. However, I couldn't be around it much longer. You know, you saw it, Dale. And I, I would sneak off in a corner and turn my phone on. You know, I'm in my vest, and every now and then I would run
2: off and, you know, because these people come to me and say, "Oh, I got a splinter." And I'm like, okay, you need to go to the hospital? I mean, <laughs> you know, it was ridiculous. And so I had to go. And
3: uh, this was the best thing I ever did. And believe me, um, going full-time on this was something.
2: Like, awesome. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, Alan, then Gordy, then Bobby. Alan Knight. Yeah. I, Deb, I
5: had questions uh, that I was getting ready to ask you like when when i knew you were going to speak and um and you answered them all um just in what you said um i remember sitting in that upper room or whatever at that when we finally found where to sit at that function um and you're not you're not the same guy i don't i don't care what you were hiding from us but you were hiding there really well <laughs> if it was was there but you're not the same guy that you were. I remember you saying, I just want to be part of a, a, a group like this. Cause I think it'll be really good for me. Yeah. And yeah, you know what? It's like, I have so much respect for you um, because you did what you said you would do. That's
2: right.
5: Um, And, and that's, you know, really the only difference is like you said you would start listening to audios and you did, you said you'd start like actually like taking some of that in when you were listening, and you did. And and you just did what you said you would do, which was is available to all of us. And so I have huge respect for you, and I'm, I'm honored to be on the team with you. Thank you, awesome. Alan. And, and just so you know, um, you
3: said something to me that stuck, and that is I can tell if you're not listening to the podcast. Well, I never wanted to be in that position again, so I listened.
5: <laughs> Thank you. Well, just between you and me, Dale told me to tell you that.
2: <laughs> I bet he did. <laughs> oh, Gordon Kelly. Hey
4: mm-hmm. Dave, outstanding buddy.
6: Good job, Dave.
4: Yeah, that was really good. It's it's uh, you know, Exodus, the whole deal right there. Um, it's fun to see how far you've come. One thing I'll say about Dave is I've called him a couple of times and just kicked him right in the guts. As hard as you can kick somebody. And he takes it real well. I said, Dave, are you opposed to a little construction criticism right here? And hit him with both barrels, and he takes it like a champ. One thing I wanted to mention, uh, you said you, t- you when you're on the call right now, you said you told that guy it looks like you're not interested. This is kind of a key word. You said it seems like you're not interested. And that's just one word, but you guys make sure you get that word, it seems like, it sounds like, it seems like, it feels like. It seems like, don't say it looks like, say it seems like, and that seems like you're splitting hairs, but it's important. Um, And then another thing Dave said in there, that email was sprinkled with all kinds of good, good stuff right there. Uh, The one thing, and I know he picked this up from Dale, I believe, you got one chance to do it right. You can't come back around on that. But Dave was brilliant the way he restructured that thing. And Dave, my question to you is when you have that bad, see, we we haven't had the best week so far. It's, it's going to be good, but, we talked to Zane tonight and Zane's absolutely killing it. He couldn't be on this call. He's with these kids at a ball game. But do you find when you're not having the best day, when you find out that your downline is killing it? Because I know they are because you've got a lot of commissions. Like it really, to, to hear, for Kelly and I to hear Zane chuckling and talking about how, how, how much he's killing it, and it just really brightened up our afternoon, evening. Yeah. So does that help you out, Dave? As far as seeing your team succeed,
3: yes. Not only that, um, it it doesn't have to be downline. Gordy seeing you succeed. You know, you are a um, you. This is your time. Dale said it over and, and over and over. This is your time. Seeing you succeed. Look, there's been times when I would have gotten all frustrated because, man, why is he getting it and me not me? That's a whole different ball game in my mind. When I see you succeeding, Gordy, I'm cheering. I really am. It's inspiration to me. When I see anybody, those Facebook posts. I know I don't do them a
4: lot, and I should get better at that. And I'll work on it. But you know, Dave, a- Dave, you know why that is? Because you're in the field. Yeah. When you're playing, if you're O line. You're glad to see the, you know, I mean, I'm just saying when you're when you're in the field at that point, you can start cheering for everybody because you know what you got, what they're going through. If yeah. you were sitting on the bench and you saw me and Kelly having all the success and somebody seeing you sitting on the bench, there might be some envy, envy and some jealousy. But when, yeah. when when we're all doing it. I, I hear so many testimonies about people doing well here. And I'm telling you the last thing we are is envious. We're pulling for this team. That's why we, you know, we try and help, but that's because of wisdom. That's because mm-hmm. your value focus is for everybody and you don't think that way anymore, but it's just because of one reason. It's because you're in the game.
3: Yeah. Other- uh, and you're absolutely right. That's a hundred percent.
0: And when you see others succeed, like, it just motivates me and I know it motivates Gordy even that much more. When I see people being successful, it's just motivational. I mean, you just want to be on that team too, you know? So it yep. really, it's very motivational.
2: It cool. Is. Cool. cool. Bobby hey, Gandy. Who is this guy? <laughs> yeah. I don't know.
7: <laughs> I started this journey with you guys back in July, Dave, and I got to tell you, dude, I am, I am thoroughly impressed. You have blown me away tonight. You really have. But I knew it was coming at the same time. Uh, Congratulations on all your success. And here's to much, much more because you deserve much, much more. And my question is, we both have a military background. And I, I thought about this. I don't know. I guess it was setting me up today when I was thinking about it. But how do you think the military background Functions is being part of a team, having a common goal, wishing success for everyone, and seeing everyone else succeed. Do you feel like that kind of assists us personally as being part of this team i do um i'm
3: not I'll be very brief on this one uh I was a marine, no brother left behind, no brother left behind, and I'm telling you something um That has carried over in a number of areas Uh, there. uh, This, Bobby, I can tell you that uh, with the military situation that that um, we are we are a band of brothers and sisters and we are going at this together. So, yeah, I would do anything for anybody on this team. I'm not kidding. That is from my heart. You guys need something? You just call me. And if I can help, I will. And Gordy knows that. Gordy and I talk on a fairly regular basis, you know. And I would love to talk with all of you more more often. However, I think most of us that are uh, are out there on the field. So we talk here and there. We have these Zoom calls. So, um, yeah, I think it did have a big impact. The military stuff did have a big impact, yes. I, I know it's affected me. So. Yes. Great
7: job, buddy. Thank you. Vicki.
6: Hey, David. Um, I appreciate your telling your story. You have such a kind, kind heart. And I do have to say you have a gift with words. This whole interview, I was just in tune listening to every single word you said. And I think so many things that you do say we can relate to. Um, you know, when you were talking about Mm -hmm. seeing the potential with MLM, I had to smile (laughs) because we were all bitten at one time or another and many don't see it, but all of us on this team are like-minded in that sense. So, you know, we all dream until we find the one opportunity that will help us fulfill that dream. And I really believe we found that with ERC and, um, I congratulate you and your success And yeah, I wanted to let you know I recorded your text with all those golden nuggets, and I will be transcribing it. So if anybody wants it, <laughs> just let me know. <laughs> but thank you again. Thank you so much. You're very for welcome. Thank you.
2: Team.
1: Dave, send it to me, and we'll put it in the Facebook group.
3: Okay, I've got I've got that. And Miss Vicky, I just want to tell you uh, I related to you last week. Uh, there were some things that really, really touched me, and I appreciate you. I oh. really do.
2: Thank you so much. You're welcome. Keep rolling on. Hold <laughs> time. <laughs> Pamela. Uh, everybody else is pretty much. I just wanted to say, Dave, I'm proud of you. Beyond. And I thank you. So I'm very proud. Um,
3: I'd like to take just a minute with uh, with this one. Um Kamala, you're going to make me cry. (laughs) That's okay. Um, I really, really, uh, you know, it's, it's, you have a certain love for people. I have a certain love for people on this team and it's, it gushes over. I, you know, it's, it's a real God-given affection for the people on this team. And Kamala at a time when I needed it, you were there. And you made sure that I uh, followed directions. And I did. And you impacted my life in a, er, early on in a way that I didn't, you know, you were there. And your success in this team is um, epic as well. And I just wanted to say I appreciate you so much and, and what you bring to this team and what you've done for me personally. So thank you.
1: Dave Trillity, then we'll wrap it up, guys. Because I want to make sure we don't miss the corporate call. Dave, I think Gene,
3: Gino's looking too.
1: Oh, uh, did Gino have his hand? Oh, yeah. Dave, Dave Trillity, then Gino.
4: Dave, I just wanted to say, great job. Um, a lot of outstanding information. Yes, I'm. I'm thankful that Vicky's gonna gonna transcribe that and have it for us. I mean, that's that's just some uh, outstanding response and
3: uh, great job, my friend. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you, Dave. Good job
1: of yourself.
2: Gino. Awesome. Hey, Dave, I'm looking
8: at this number. I wrote it down. 597,000. I'm blown away. That's amazing. Congratulations on that and going through the spaces that you needed to go through to get that result. Um, I was on a call. I've been doing three-way calls with my front line and I'm talking to, you know, new businesses dialing. And this call came up and the, the gatekeeper, I always tell the gatekeeper, you know, my company has access to grants. I don't mention ERC. And then she gave me an objection. Well, my accountants can handle that. And I said, what do your accountants have to do with, you know, writing grants? Are they grant writers? And she's like, no. I go, OK. And then she, you know, let me through. And then we got off the call. And my, you know, my downline was like, wow, that was pretty good to overcome. But the question I have for you, you mentioned a transformation Because when you hit some bad spots, then you get back into your rhythm. Just tell me a little bit about that transformation what that rhythm is. Like, how many calls do you make a day? How many emails do you send out? Is is there some sort of ballpark that you can shoot for? Because I'm kind of looking for that information. I'm just kind of getting ramped up here.
3: Well, um, I'm not necessarily a numbers guy, Mm -hmm. um, but I do. Tend to keep track. I know them. So there's not like a set number. I'm going to meet this number. Sometimes I will say that I really am not into the emails. I do them for follow up and I do phone calls for follow up. Every now and then I'll call cold. Every now and then I'll email cold, but mostly I I left my job and I outfitted my truck and I, my car, and I'm out there in the field pulling doors. And then there's a
8: day roughly. On an average, on an average, how many doors do you pull a day?
3: Um, on an average, it, it's more on a week because I don't go every day because some of them are. So on an average week, I'll pull I'll pull about 150 to 200 doors.
2: Whoa! And, right. and
3: and And then it becomes follow up. Because you yes. have to go back a lot of times and you got to build a rapport with the gatekeeper. You know, there's a lot that's involved in this, but it's not hard. It becomes fun. And I have refined I don't go in and say anything more. Uh, I say, I'm, hi, my name's Dave Johnston. I'm uh, the uh, Alabama representative um, representing Bottom Line Concepts. And uh, I'm just here. It's kind of like the Colombo approach. I'm just here in your area. Uh, interviewing the businesses to see if you are aware of uh, grant money that's available to you, something along those lines. And they're like, "Oh, yeah," uh, and I'm, and they're like, "What?" And I'll very quickly get to at this point, "Have you heard of the employee retention credit?" Because most of them have. Or have you have you received the PPP loan? Hey, great. Then you know, and I go into it, and usually they'll give me almost every time they will give me the decision maker's name and number who I need to talk to and if they're not there i ask oh are they available Let, yeah i'll talk to them. if they're not there then what's their number whatever how do i contact them and then i'll contact them during that week that night next day whatever very quickly i will contact them and uh get something rolling so that's how i do that about 100, between 120 to 150 contacts every week
8: i commend your ability to move through and be courageous brother
1: Thank great you. job that kind of says it all doesn't it right there yes,
2: it right
1: does. there. appreciate you guys Dave you did phenomenal thank uh, you. just phenomenal uh, let's jump on the call, corporate call because I don't want to miss whatever they're going to be sharing thank you guys all of you for being here thanks to those of you that watched the replay uh, we'll be back with you next Thursday I will be talking to the insiders this weekend or Monday so be looking in your email. Don't miss that. Thank you guys for being here. Good night, Thanks, all
6: guys. Good Thanks, guys. Thanks, Good Great job, buddy. Thank
3: Great you. job, Dave. Thank you, guys. See you on the corporate call. Good job, Dave.
0: Did you enjoy this story? Then you will probably enjoy some of the other sessions of this podcast. You can visit mlmsuccess.com and see a full playlist of the podcast since the day we started. Would you like to put some faces with the voices? Then search for Dale Calvert MLM Success Podcast on YouTube and follow us there. Please leave a comment on YouTube and let our special guests know how their story inspired you or affected you. Dale spends most of his social media time in private groups he has founded but you can follow his public Facebook page at facebook.com forward slash Dale Calvert page. And of course, your comments and feedback on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you access this podcast is always appreciated. Thanks for listening, and we will be back next week and share with you another real success story that is happening right now in this new era of wealth creation that most still don't know exists. Yet.